Metu Netur, Volume 2, Anuk Ausar, The Kemetic Initiation System. Chapter 6, The Three Types of Men. Beginning in the middle of page 121, The Lower Faculties of the Ausar Man. Becoming Ausar makes all things in life new. Thus, all the lower faculties function differently than in the Ab and Shahu men. This change of perception and utilization of our faculties can only be understood from the perspective of spiritual cultivation. The key to spiritual cultivation, especially as viewed from the Tree of Life, can be summarized in one concept, automatism. Every performance or behavior in life has good or bad, harmful or beneficial to ourselves or to others, mental, emotional, or physical, involves the principle of automatism. The chief characteristics of the two fundamental divisions of reality can be summarized as inactivity and activity. These correspond to the subjective realm and the objective realm, respectively. The keynote of the subjective realm is activity, and the basis of this activity is automatism. In other words, all functions that are inherently concerned with activity must operate automatically. Applying this principle through the tree of life to man, we find that Man has a faculty for action, physical, emotional, and mental. This faculty operates as an automate, automaton. We usually refer to this as the conditioned reflexes, involuntary action, etc. This is the animal spirit, tenth sphere. The animal spirit is programmed through the Shahu spirit spheres 7, 8, and 9. The program used by Shahu division of the spirit is recorded in the fourth sphere of the Ab spirit. As the programs need changing as we go through the stages of life, there must be an agent of change since the vehicle of activity is an energy system. This agent relies chiefly on force, the fifth sphere of the Ab spirit, Herukuhuti. The programmer is the will the violation, i.e. the only part of being that is free, we must appreciate the logic of this arrangement, the sixth sphere of the ab spirit. The program aims at establishing man in the likeness of spheres one, two, three, and zero, and above the tree. From the above, we can readily recognize that the majority of the people don't even know that their mental and emotional functions are based on automatism. All you have to do is to recall the many times you and others have struggled to oppose negative emotional and mental manifestations with the will, the voluntary part of being. This is to say that they don't even have a basic clue concerning the nature of the lowest part of their being, the tenth sphere. Neither do most people know that the intellect, the 
activities of defining, describing, syslogic, logical thinking, memory, and the imagination is the vehicle through which we program the animation, the animating part of our being. Western man has restricted its orderly and purposeful programming functions to the skills for making a living. This was not due to a mere choice, but out of ignorance of the higher parts of being and the purpose of man's life. Computer programmers have a saying, garbage in, garbage out. This captures the essence of how people have programmed each other and themselves in the absence of knowledge of higher parts of being. The conclusions we arrive at through the intellect and the responses and desires we entertain in our imagination can only program our vehicles of action with garbage unless their programs are based on the blueprint for the correct living or divine law, which is housed in the fourth sphere, ma'at. By mean, by correct, by correct living in divine law, which we just don't mean, what people mean by morality, we must realize that the divine law is a reflection of our divine self. If you desire to become a soldier, you will have to undergo a training program. The program would be a reflection of what a soldier should be. In the same way, the program of what we should be like in reality. Who we are is the subject of the divine law as framed in Ma'at. It leads us to behave in a manner that will awaken our spiritual power, wisdom, and divine identity. The above also shows us that the part of our being is in charge of programming the animating part of the being and is the will. These are principles that have eluded even the best cynical clinical psychologists. While they have correctly identified the fact that our behavior is dictated by subconsciousness, by subconscious activity, they have failed to realize that the subconscious is programmed by a set of conscious behavioral factors. These are functions that we have classified on the tree from zero to nine. The animal division of the 10th sphere corresponds to the subconscious, especially the id of Western psychology. According to the preceding, the outside man is a person who has fully awakened the faculties symbolized by spheres one, two, three, and zero above the tree. By the proper use of the will, sphere six, to guide the intellect, sphere seven, eight, nine, to program the animating vehicle, spheres 10, according to the program contained in the Ma'at faculty, sphere four. In addition, we called upon to perform in materialistic endeavors, given his or her insight into man's nature, she, he will always seek to gain a Ma'at understanding of the subject to provide the proper guidance in the intellectual faculties. A fundamental law of cosmologic is that all 11 categories of reality must have an input into a situation or event in order to understand it. Given this exceptional insight 
and view into the true function of our faculties, all of three types of men, the Ausar is the only one that is qualified for establishing and guiding the behavioral and social regulation, regulating institutions of the world. In fact, Ausar men were the original inventors of these institutions. The Ab Man, the chief faculties of the Ab Man. The Ab Man is an individual in whom the faculties of the 10th to 7th spheres are fully developed and those of the sixth to the fourth are either merely awakened or fully developed. The dormancy of the higher spheres distinguishes them from the outside man. The influences from the fourth to the sixth spheres determine their character. The influence from the fourth sphere, Ma'at, the Ma'at faculty enables us to see the inner factors that unify things based on the mutual relationship and interdependence of things which each other and the whole, which it expresses through the abstract or metaphoric use of images. It perceives the structural components underlying things and events, thus enabling us to see the whole. It is the mode of thinking we call synthesis. It enables us to transfer what we learn from one area of life to another. It is thus the truth and morality are determined. Take, for example, the question of tobacco and alcohol versus the so-called illicit drugs. In the U.S., tobacco and alcohol kill more people yearly are responsible for far more financial losses and destroyed lives than all the illicit drugs combined or of Americans who died in the entire Vietnam War. You can even throw in many other causes of death and misery and still not come close to the number in question. Now when you examine all of these drugs on the abstract level we find that they all represent the same type if not amount of damaging behavior. The ab man will condemn them all as illicit drugs. We can take a similar view on prayer versus hypotherapy. They both have similar records of in, re in affecting physical and emotional healing and transformation, some of which you could refer to as miracles. An examination on the abstract level of these Practices will show that in both, the operative is the acceptance of a belief as a truism in the state of trance. Up to a point in matters little, up to a point, it matters little what you believe as long as you believe and take your belief into trance. The power is in believing and, and not in what you believe in. If the advocates of the various religions understood this from the very beginning, believe me, there would be there would have been several hundred millions less murders in the name of God. Thus we can see that the source of the glaring contradictions, seeming hypocrisies and immoralities in the world is due to the placement in high places of individuals in whom this faculty is dormant. The influence from the fifth sphere, 
Harukahuti. When the Harukahuti faculty is awakened, we are able to understand the underlying factors separating things and events from each other. This is analysis. The fact that men, for example, have a faster alcohol metabolism than women, which allows them to drink more before suffering health problems, that women remember better than men and outspace them as age increases, that women have a better sense of smell while men have more sensitive while men are more sensitive to light and so on shows that there are substantial inner differences between men and women to set up a society in which there are no allowances for gender differences i.e. to call every act of gender differentiation discrimination betrays the dormancy of this faculty the most important use of the analytical faculty in its application to the discovery that there are two different sets of qualities that we mistakenly lump together as our identity. We must learn to understand that the part of our being that is able to transcend conditionings and limitations is separate from the part that is crystallized in them. These are the self and the person, respectively. The faculty of the fifth sphere also provides us with a fiery zeal and all-consuming intensity of purpose that enables us to cut ourselves from the identification with our person. The realization of the separation of our identity from the lower part of the being, the person, is necessary for the administration of justice as the greatest obstruction to it comes from the executor's concern over the personal interest, which is the fundamental cause of the miscarriages of justice. The influence from the Heru faculty. The development of the Heru faculty, the will, enables us to resist being guided by the animal part of our being, midbrain, brainstem, or our complex, the cohabit, as well as the lower intellectual faculties, the imagination, cislogic, logical, or rational thinking, the me and memory, thought drifts, its freedom from animal impulses, as well as the enlightenment from God, makes it the focal point of our efforts towards self-discipline and self-mastery. As it cannot be compelled by God or demon, it becomes the battleground for every way we will, for every way we will choose to live our lives. It is thus that this faculty became the source of the word hero and the proverbial hero of the major myths and romances all over the world. Originally, the hero of the myths were the personifications of man's will. The evil they fought against represented your aspiration of power by lower faculties of spheres 7 to 10. The good they fought to restore represented the reinstatement of God as the leader of man's life. What a shame it is to see what Western man has done with this literal literary formula. 
The great message here is that the individual cannot transcend to the lower influences of his being unless she or he adopts a heroic posture in the efforts of self-realization. Are you in the habit of confronting your negative habits like a gung-ho marine? If not, then now you know why those habits are still hanging in there. You see, all those slices of the greater-than-life award-winning stories have not done a damn thing to reality to really make your life any better. Best to stick with the myths. In the comedic holy scriptures, myths to Western man Heru is the character that confronts Set and defeats him with the help of Tehuti, the god of wisdom. If you are acquainted with the mental faculties that correspond to these gods, then you will always remember that the way to defeat evil in your life is to mount a militant offense with the wise counsel received from God through sages and or oracles or your wisdom faculty. Given the circumspective ability of this faculty to take into account the input from all other spheres and zero above, the tree in its rendering of a decision to choose a way, the fully developed ab man is the best suited for carrying out the governmental, judiciary, and legislative functions in society. This is shown by the central position of the sphere on the tree. We further learn that governmental functions must not be given to people who have not transcended partnership, partisanship, and who lack the ability to fight against the influences from their lower nature. We must take note of how the tree of life codifies and reveals information through its numerical and geometrical arrangements. The ab faculties are midway between the supernal faculties and the lower ones. They thus play a mediating and transitional role. We understand, therefore, that the supernal faculties cannot communicate directly with or to the Shahu. This is what is meant by the light shining in the darkness, but the darkness comprehend it not. The revelations from the wisdom faculty goes to the fourth sphere and through it to the sixth. It cannot be received by the rational logical faculty. The divine plan for the organization of society according to the comedic spiritual tradition calls for designing of key institutions of mankind by Ausar men who will teach it to the Ab men who will use it to guide the Shahu men who always make up the bulk 90% or more of society at any given time. It is not true that many will be called but few will be chosen. There are no chosen. God does not play favoritism. It is that many will call upon God, but few will choose to live in truth. Here ends the reading on page 128. Chapter 6. The Three Types of Men. <clears throat> 